0: You're listening to SBS News. Ronit Zema and Mohamed Asida may have come from very different circumstances, but their cross-cultural push for peace between Israelis and Palestinians is one of radical empathy. Ronit Zema grew up in Melbourne's Jewish community and now lives in Israel's Tel Aviv, serving as the CEO of Rosanna an international organization aiming to address barriers to quality health care in Israel and the Palestinian territories through joint initiatives. She says at a time when peace seems further out of reach than ever, the example of cooperation Rosanna sets offers a pathway to diplomacy.
1: Rosanna's health diplomacy model really is not the only circuit breaker, but it's a circuit breaker that can kind of put a stop to this fear-driven violence, you know, where we really learn we've got stuff we can do together, we want to improve healthcare. disease knows no borders, and here we can do stuff that not only makes us healthier but it makes a more peaceful society where eventually, and we all deserve it, to live in security and dignity.
0: Muhammad Asida grew up in the West Bank capital of Ramallah, has worked as a political scientist specializing in public policy, and now serves as the Director of Engagement and Advocacy for Rosanna. He says he met Ms. Zimmer on a Rosanna mission in Israel and the West Bank in 2022, but a year and a half ago, he then made the decision to leave the West Bank for Melbourne.
2: When I left Palestine, I left because I know The violence between the Palestinians and the settlers was increasing um, and unfortunately the policies of the Israeli, the current Israeli government didn't help at all. Also I'm having a daughter that changed so much in the psychology I needed a different place to her. So that's why we moved to uh, Melbourne. I had no plans to go back to uh, Palestine afterward and it's the first time my family tells me don't come back because the situation is unstable.
0: This violence Mr. Asida refers to predates the current Israel-Hamas conflict, and stems from clashes between Palestinian locals and Jewish settlers who have occupied Palestinian territory in Jerusalem and the West Bank since 1967. This is an act seen as broadly illegal under international law, but a policy defended and repeatedly endorsed by the Netanyahu government. And recently, the United Nations estimates that the Israeli defense forces and settler militias have killed over 300 Palestinians within the West Bank since October 7, with thousands more arrested in numerous raids. However, for Mr. Asida, this surge in violence was not enough to stop his decision to return to his homeland next month to be of better service to his people through the Rosanna organization.
2: Yeah, I'm going back, and to be honest, Uh, I have doubts, and I'm very worried. My wife even more worried. But um, the point to me is to be able to help the kids I was talking about. We've been deprived from access to health. Almost every Palestinian family had to deal with that. Through Rosanna, I could help to provide access to health to some of the women, children, and also in Gaza.
0: Rosanna, formerly known as Project Rosanna, was started by Australian businessman and Jewish community leader Ron Finkel back in 2012, inspired by the story of a four-year-old Palestinian girl, Rosanna Salawi, who fell nine stories out of the window of her family's apartment in the West Bank. Her parents then took her to a better-equipped Israeli hospital in Jerusalem instead of their local Palestinian hospital, a decision deemed by doctors to have saved their daughter's life. Mr. Finkel was inspired by this story to help improve the healthcare capacity in the Palestinian territories by expanding existing facilities and training Palestinian medical staff in Israel. This has also included extensive patient transport initiatives moving injured from Gaza and the West Bank to better equipped Israeli hospitals where necessary. However, since the October 7 attacks in Israel by Hamas militants, where close to 1,200 people were killed in southern Israel and about 240 taken hostage, according to the Israeli government, Rosanna's medical operations have been hindered by the resurgence of the long-standing conflict. Ms Zimmer explains.
1: Look, we've had to make a couple of adaptations for uh, a couple of our programs. We had the transportation, we were sending too many buses a day to the Gaza border, bringing in patients from Gaza to hospitals in Israel and East Jerusalem. We've obviously had to stop that. In the West Bank, we were supporting organisations with, with networks of volunteer drivers, and now because of the situation, the volunteer drivers also in Palestine and also in Israel are a little bit scared to, to kind of go about and do their work.
0: The organization has also recently offered trauma and emergency training for medical teams in Israel, East Jerusalem, the West Bank and Gaza, and help provide housing for approximately 100 patients and their caregivers who are receiving treatment in Israeli hospitals and are unable to return to Gaza amid the conflict. Israel's bombardment and ground invasion of Gaza following Hamas' attack has now killed over 26,000 people, according to the Gaza Health Ministry, with up to 1.9 million of Gaza's 2.3 million population displaced. Ms Zimmer says as a mother, the scale of the devastation has been hard to witness.
1: Well, it's absolutely heart-wrenching. I'm also in touch with another mother in Gaza. She was a doctor who was doing her uh, residency training in an Israeli hospital. She hasn't been able to see her children, people living in tents, not going to school, not having a normal childhood. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see the trauma that the children in Israel have experienced, the hostages that did return the children.
0: Mr Asida says it's been difficult living in
2: Melbourne while his people are suffering so greatly. I have some friends and colleagues I worked with previously who live in Gaza, and they've experienced uh, several wars before, um, since 2008 until 2014, 21, and a few other wars. But um, uh, they felt this is going to be a different, and it is different. I mean, those colleagues I worked with, they lived in houses, now they live in tents. Um, They sleep on on the mud, they have no place to go to. In response to the
0: conflict, tensions between Muslim and Jewish communities both in the region and around the world have reached new heights, with Mr Asida acknowledging that he's witnessed this in Australia too. He says Rosanna often gets criticised by Israelis and Palestinians for their collaboration, but he believes it's important to use all available resources and allies in the pursuit for peace.
2: We are not looking for an approach that divides people, but an approach that brings people together. And I think there is so much power in diversity and inclusion. And um, I think even within Rosanna, there is so much diversity, not just in our religion and ethnicity and um, um, citizenship, but uh, also in, in the way we view the conflict and the history. And um, when you say we bring Palestinians and Israelis together, doesn't mean those people do agree on everything, but they come together despite the disagreement
0: Sam Dover, SBS News.